0: Welcome to the Society of British Dental Nurses podcast sponsored by Horton Consulting. Hello and welcome to this podcast. I'm Laura Horton and today I'm interviewing a wonderful lady called Donna and Donna has been working in dentistry for some time now. She's got a wonderful story to share with us today. I am as always really excited to bring Donna to you as a guest. And uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce Donna. Donna, hello. Hi, Laura. Hi, Donna. Thank you so much for joining us today. You've got such an interesting story and uh, it's going to be great for everyone listening. And Donna is going to be full of top tips today, everybody. No pressure, Donna. Um, But she's going to be full of top tips to really help you, the dental nurse in practice, To move yourself forward in whatever way you want to. And I'm not going to spoil things um, because you're going to love this podcast, I'm sure. But I think, first of all, Donna, could you just tell us a little bit about why you got into dental nursing, when that was, and how that happened for you and how it's worked out? Okay, so I got into
1: dental nursing in 1999 when I'd left school. Um, It was actually my mum who persuaded me to go for the interview. So it wasn't really something that actually interested me. I started at my first practice in 1999 for two years, and I'm now a manager of a different practice 18 years later. And what an interesting 18 years it's been. It has been very interesting. A lot of different (laughs) roles.
0: Definitely. And this is where, you know, when you're speaking to Donna, that's why I really wanted to interview you, because... The roles that you've moved into, um, you've really put yourself forward for. And we see so much online from dental nurses who want to progress and want to push themselves forward. And often they need a mentor, they need someone to help and support them with that. But ultimately, the way that you have done this is all off your own back through your own positive mental attitude. And one of the key things that you have done um, is it, you've set very clear goals for yourself, haven't you? And you've really, you know, concentrated on your strengths as well. So are you able to share some tips about setting goals? Because as British people, we find it very difficult to blow our own trumpets, don't we? So it's not an easy thing to do to sit down and set your own your own goals and to look at your own strengths. And I know you You also have a saying, which is stay quiet about your goals, but smash them. So are you able to talk to us more about goal setting?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Um, So I
1: think it's really important to set your, you know, yourself personal goals. Um, It's good to get out your comfort zone. I've done NHS nursing and private nursing. um, And it's not something that I wanted to still be doing 20 years later. So, if you don't set those those goals for yourself, nobody else is going to. Um, so I had certain targets that I wanted to achieve um, for me really, and yeah, and now I'm managing, which was my ultimate goal within the
0: nursing field. That's fantastic and Donna did did you write down these goals? what did you you know because we all have a dream in our mind? But what did you do to make sure you were setting the goals and achieving them?
1: So really, I've just gone with anything that interests me. So my first goal was to do my radiography course, um, become qualified so I could take the x-rays. Then as my as my career progressed, I became more interested in uh, treatment coordination. So I then wanted to do the impression course and um, I'm just about to start a management course next week, so that will help my career further in the field that I'm now doing.
0: Fabulous, okay, so you've really upskilled yourself as a dental nurse, first of all, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's fabulous, and what type of mindset do you need to be in when you're looking at writing down, you know, your strengths and things that interest you, what type of mindset do you need to be in for that? So I did find that quite difficult, Laura, making a list of my strengths. (laughs) I did speak
1: uh, to a few family members. They're the the people that are going to be most honest with you. But when I look back over the last 18 years and from where I started to where I am now, it was quite easy to see where my strengths lie. Well, fabulous. So it's really been quite um, reflective It has, because you don't often sit and think back to how you got here or or what you've done over the years. So it was quite interesting to do that.
0: So let's go back then. You were told that you'd never make a good dental nurse. Tell us more about that.
1: (laughs) So when I started my first nursing job, I was
0: 17,
1: just left school. Like I said, my heart wasn't really in it. I did it because my mum wanted me to to get that job. and yeah, it taught me a lot, two years at that practice, but they did say I'd, I'd never make a nurse. Um, and I think that's probably looking back now uh, because my heart wasn't in it. I wasn't passionate about it.
0: Who said that to you?
1: The dentist I was nursing for.
0: <laughs> it's a bit awkward.
1: It was a bit. That kind of encouraged me though.
0: That was what I was just about to ask you. What effect did that have on you?
1: Yeah so half of me thought okay well maybe he's right maybe I won't make a dental nurse and when I found myself back dental nursing after a break I kind of thought I'll show him I will make a good nurse.
0: I like it very very good I like that attitude. So you went to a second practice and you were there for 13 years Um, it was a private practice is that right?
1: So it was a mixture of NHS and and private but I was working for the dentist who was private yeah so I was his uh, private nurse
0: okay and you were with
1: him.
0: and you were there for 13 years
1: yes I did have maternity in that time but I went back
0: oh amazing lovely so when you're in a job for that amount of time obviously it's very comfortable isn't it why yeah why did you leave and how difficult a decision was it so I would say out of the 13
1: years, i would probably been wanting to leave for the last three. But like you said, it's it's come, you know, it's comfortable, you know, your job inside out. Um, It's very difficult to make that transition to a new job. I fell pregnant with my second daughter. And while on maternity, I made the decision that it would be easier for me to not go back after maternity because I've had that break. it was an easier decision, really, because I'd already took nine months off to not go back that time. Yeah, so it was a a much more comfortable way. It was because if I'd gone back after my second daughter, I would have kind of got stuck in that rut. And then it would have been more difficult for me to make the move to leave, I think. Mm, yeah
0: I totally understand so what position did you apply for then in your current practice where what position did you apply for was the practice quite far from you was it local so it's quite a local practice
1: uh, for me um bearing in mind with uh, my childcare, etc I applied for position of dental nurse and I got employed as the minor oral surgery nurse oh that's quite exciting It was. I did quite a lot of oral surgery in the
0: last practice, so it's something I had experience in. Okay, Um, so you're quite confident in that.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. And why did you how did you put yourself forward for this role then? So obviously you had the experience um, and you'd been at your practice for a long time. What do you think, um, you know, helped you to get that position?
1: Probably my experience in lots of different field so obviously i've done nhs and private i had done orthodontic nursing and all surgery nursing so that looked good on my cv i was quite adaptable to how they wanted me to fit into their practice
0: okay and do you think having your radiography helped as well
1: yes definitely yeah because that's a really good uh, skill to have to to help the dentist take the x-rays and, and the yeah. opgs as well
0: yeah fabulous so you said the practice is quite local to you. But Donna, I understand that you have a very early start. And I find this absolutely inspirational. Um, I'm not necessarily a morning person, but I I'd rather be up early than up up late. Um, but I know you get up. Is it 530 a.m. every day that you get up for work?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah.
0: Which is just. um. It is early, let's face it, that is really early. And you've got two young children. Can you talk to us about how you make this all work? Because I think, you know, it can be again very difficult for dental nurses when they're going back to a role or moving to a new practice after having a maternity. And you've got two young girls. And on top of that, exercise is something that's important to you as well. So would you be able to tell us a little bit about your sort of day to day working life and how you make it all work? If you've got any tips, that would be great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, Laura, I do get up at half past five in the morning. Um, I have to get the girls up at six o'clock and then we're out the house by half past six. So I take them to my mother's who looks after them while I'm working and I'm at the practice for about half seven in the morning. So the only way that can work is to be mega organized the night before. So I will have their clothes out to where I have their lunchbox made. I'll have my shirt ironed, everything prepared. Um, obviously with young children, if they decide that they don't want to get dressed or they want to wear their slippers that day, it can put a spanner in the works. So that's probably my, my biggest concern in the morning is whether they're going to play along with me. <laughs>
0: Gosh, so you can get them for your mothers at quite an early time then.
1: <laughs> yeah, seven o'clock they're at mum's, but she's really good. She will, she will do their breakfast and, and do their hair. So, you know, I get them dressed and out of the house
0: oh bless you gosh it's like a military operation isn't it
1: it is and sometimes it can go wrong <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and you're at work early so what what time do you actually start work so you you get there around half past seven do you i'm guessing you start sort of eight o'clock something like that um seven forty-five we start okay wow so i mean still i find you know the most common time to start is still around eight forty-five. so that's sort of an hour earlier as well <clears throat> what time do you, gen, you know, get to finish in general? We
1: Normally around 4.15.
0: Oh, so that's really nice then, isn't it? It's nice in the summer because obviously you're home and then you
1: still have an evening. So I, I do prefer the early starts.
0: Yeah. OK, so that works better for you, having an early start rather than a later start, later finish. That works better yeah,
1: for you. Yeah, I think... I think if I had a, a later start, the girls would probably still be up at six o'clock in the morning. So,
0: I'm going to ask you a question that I think everyone will be thinking when they're listening. Do they still do they wake up at 6 a.m. every day, including weekends? Or is it on your work days? You you know, you have to wake them up.
1: So kids being typical on the days I work, I have to wake them up and, and it's quite hard to get them out from under the duvet and then come a weekend guaranteed they will be up at half five six o'clock
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh bless them bless their cotton socks and we've just um at the time of recording this you know the clocks have just changed so um hopefully that wasn't uh too horrendous for you uh donna but i'm sure you're loving the lighter mornings
1: <laughs> the lighter mornings are nice i'm not looking forward to the dark evenings mind that.
0: Yeah, no, but lighter mornings definitely are. Now, exercise. Then, so you are. Um, exercise is also really important to you. And is it on the days that you work? So you work, Are you working three days a week in practice, Donna?
1: Yeah, three days a week, and that's the days I'd normally exercise. Just because I find it's very good for de-stressing. Okay. So, so when you're do? still pent up from work, uh, the best way for me would be to go spinning or to go swimming okay
0: so yeah spinning or swimming
1: yes both of them mostly
0: very intensive okay so you you so it works better for you to fit exercise in it works better to do it on those work days so do you go straight after work or do you still have you know the children and do you go in the evenings how does it work for you
1: so it'd normally be an evening i'd come home and give them their tea and then daddy would come home and then that's my time to, to go and do a class.
0: Okay, wow, fabulous. Okay, I mean, I find that absolutely inspirational because, you know, naturally you've been up since half past five. Um, You must be tired because you're only human. And I know you have said as well that you very rarely sit still. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do on your days off? <laughs>
1: hmm um well I'm painting today
0: so <laughs> are you <laughs> I am. <laughs> so exercise um you know how long has that been a consistent um thing in your life you know going three times a week after work how long has that been consistent for you probably the last six months wow but, yeah but it makes me feel good so if I didn't exercise I would be more tired okay yeah I I understand that definitely I feel the same so so six if we say sort of nine months ago um were you trying to exercise was it a bit sort of you know hit and miss what was happening
1: so I was at a gym before I had my second daughter um to me the gym's no longer convenient really So what I do now is I do pay as you go classes at the local leisure centre. So I'm not under any contract. I'm not under any pressure. But I when I go swimming and when I go spinning, I just pay and then do the class. That works better for me than to be stuck into a gym contract that maybe I could only go once a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that by changing the system, as it were, that's better for you. And exercise is really, really important to you, isn't it?
1: It is really important. It it takes the stress away from work and and it's just my time because I'm so busy working or looking after the children. You have to have something that's for you, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. I was speaking to a couple of dentists a few weeks ago, actually, and they were both saying how the gym is their time. You know, they were like, oh, same for me. You know, they were both discussing it together. It's their time, it's just them and that's it and it's great and it is important isn't it for mental health exercise is really important so you know take some tips from Donna you know if Donna can get up at 5:30 a.m and still go spinning and swimming in the evening um yeah. I think you know that says a lot doesn't it it really does uh, you, you know you're not putting out any excuses whatsoever so that's great now let's go back to dentistry so you started in your current practice as the MOS nurse and then quite quickly you moved into the role of the treatment coordinator, didn't you? Can you tell us about that, Donna?
1: Okay, so I had been nursing for my current company for a year when I decided to approach the owner and say that the treatment coordination was something I was quite interested in and I feel I would be good at and would they consider me to do that role within the practice and luckily they agreed.
0: Wow, and was the role already in place? Was it new? What was happening?
1: So with the company I'm with now, they have two practices. They did have a treatment coordinator at
0: the other practice, but there wasn't one within the practice that I am based at. Okay. so you've put yourself forward for that role and that's been successful. Did anybody else put themselves forward for that role?
1: I don't think so. I think maybe if if people had been asked, they they might have gone for it. But the
0: difference was I pushed for it for myself. So that's why I got it I presume. Oh fabulous. So what why did you put yourself forward then? What What did you like about the role and you know how was it going to work for you? To be
1: honest I didn't want to do another 13 years at a different practice nursing as I'd done previously. I wanted to move forward. I think the experience I had in my last practice has enabled me to do that
0: yeah and I thought
1: let's just let's go for it. It, it looks like Uh, it's a good role and um, yeah I hadn't done anything
0: like that previously so it was all new to me and yeah I enjoyed it. I'm so pleased and at that time your practice was going through a change one of the dentists were moving away from NHS dentistry into private dentistry so you supported them with that can you tell us a bit about how that worked?
1: Okay so yes one of our dentists has become a private dentist and they promote the practice membership which is a monthly fee for patients and can include their um, oral health examinations and can include their hygiene appointments as well so it's a really good membership and I help support her with that and sign up a lot of her patients to become private members of the practice with her.
0: Wow okay and how many uh, patients you- did you sign up initially?
1: initially probably five or six a month and as i got more confident with the membership it's the first thing i started with i'm doing the treatment coordination i set myself a goal of 30 a month um by the end of the year we were we were in the high 20s
0: each month with signing up people for membership wow so there we go another goal you've set yourself so the practice didn't set that goal for you. You set that goal. And again, is a goal that you've achieved. Yeah, thereabouts.
1: Some months was 20, 21 and some months were 32, 33.
0: So on an average, I would say I achieved it. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's so good. So then now let's talk about now so now you have just started the role of practice manager so you're doing still doing three days a week at the practice so your hours are the same your days are the same so how how did this role come about tell us about what how you know what's happened to get you into this position
1: okay so within my current company i was always quite interested in in the management role i actually volunteered myself within a meeting uh, to do that role so that's how I ended up being the practice manager and I've just completed my first month and it's all, all going really well I love it well,
0: I'm so pleased oh, so really what is your what's you know the role of the practice manager is quite vast and um, I think as dental nurses we experience different types of practice manager as well don't we so what's what's in your role day to day what's in your job description? <laughs>
1: So the first one would be supporting the team, second one would be diary management, making sure everybody's booked up nicely, that we're not having consistent uh, failed appointments and short notice cancellations. I have to organise my day quite well to fit obviously the management into three days because I'm still doing a little bit of treatment coordination, is in the process of handing over to another staff member. Um, Obviously, supporting the team is my, my biggest one with, with the management, making sure everyone's happy and they're working as a team.
0: Wow, fabulous. And do you have to do um, in regards to sort of the CQC, is that part of your role as well?
1: Yes, that's a big part of my role. Um, I meet up with the, uh, the person who does the CQC within the practice once a month um and i would say we're quite up to date with this with the cqc so that's going well
0: that's good so you've not been you know in a situation there so that's good and what about your first month then what have you been up to in your first month how's it been okay it's been interesting
1: uh i've still got a lot to learn um my main thing this month has been the diary management, working with the uh, receptionists to look ahead of the diary, making sure there's no hour spaces for dentists, making sure it's productive and working closely with the nurses, organising the staff for, to cover the Christmas period and the New Year period, making sure the nurses are happy and doing some training with them.
0: Ah, I was about to ask actually from that it sounds like you're doing you know already in month one that you're doing a lot of training with your team is that is that am I right that's what I was just sort of picking out from from listening to you there.
1: Yeah that's correct so the four nurses that we have at the practice are all trainee dental nurses they're all currently doing the um, online NEBDN examination so I act as their witness which means they send their coursework through to me and then I, I mark the coursework and help them support them for anything they
0: need. Well, fantastic. So is that another qualification you've got there? Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> it's a witness training for any BDN. It lasts for three years and then you then you have to redo it. Wow.
0: Wow! fantastic. That's, re- that's amazing that you've got that. So what are, your, um, what are you excited about, Donna, with the practice manager role?
1: I'm excited about just building a really happy team
0: mm-hmm. everybody working
1: together communicating well uh, like I said looking to the diary um, making sure that the job roles are correct everybody knows what they should be doing and everybody knows what everybody else is going to be doing I'm looking forward to doing the management course um, that starts next week that's a six-week course that's an online one and yeah I'm quite excited about how I can move the practice forward really
0: Oh, it sounds, re- I'm, I'm really excited for you. I really am. I've got a question, that, again, I think people listening will be wanting to know the answer to Donna, which is how have the team responded to you moving into this role? That's a really good question, Laura. Um,
1: well, I've heard from my boss that he has been approached by two or three team members to say how well that I am doing, how much difference I've made to the practice how they now feel supported um, and and they feel that they can come to me, I suppose, with any problems they may have. So I've
0: had some really good feedback, um, yeah, from the team. That's really lovely, that really is. And what about the dentists and hygienists? What about the clinicians?
1: Well, they're all happy because their diaries are booked up, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it, that's brilliant. And <laughs> you make me laugh. And just to clarify to the listeners there wasn't a practice manager in place at this point in time again you've put yourself forward for this haven't you yeah, i
1: have
0: so how was the practice without a manager
1: i feel it's always been a good practice i just feel it lacked direction from somebody mm. so the job roles weren't defined there was nobody motivating the team um Forecasting ahead with the diary, supporting the team, covering lunchtime nursing, uh, late evening nursing, and just making sure that everybody's happy, really. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's great. And there's so many practices where there isn't somebody leading the day to day running of the practice. And the practice owners are trying to do so much, aren't they? You know, they're trying to be a dentist and run a business and be a practice manager. Very difficult for them. So, you know, if there are dental nurses listening in a similar situation to Donna, just listen to what she's saying, you know, just go for it, really. So, I think my last question to you then, Donna, is going to be about what words of encouragement do you have to any dental nurses who are in general practice who want to progress either in their role as a dental nurse, what could they do? Or if they want to progress into sort of a manager role like you have. So I'm asking you two questions in one there.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, with the dental nurses, obviously, there's so many courses now that you can do. And a lot of them are done online as well, which is fantastic. There's so many open doors for you, really. You've got the you could go and be an orthodontist nurse. You've got the all health um, nursing. You could go to a hospital and nurse. You can even go on and become an assessor or a tutor. There's so many paths for dental nurses uh, these days. You just need to know what your strengths are. So sit down, think about it. Think about where you've come from over the years and play to your strengths and then approach somebody and say, this is what I would really like to do. Are you going to support me? And I would say, if they're not going to support you, then try and fund it for yourself and still do it.
0: Fabulous. And then for nurses who want to move into management, what what are your sort of words of encouragement, words of wisdom there, Donna?
1: Learn about the job role first. Make sure it's something that you're going to enjoy doing and it would be suitable for you. Work hard, set yourself goals and just show your company what you can do, really.
0: And how important, Donna, last question, because we're out of time. How important is it to like you just said, show your your manager, show your dentist how great you are. How important is it to blow your own trumpet?
1: Well, if you don't, nobody's going to come along and say, here's a management role for you to do. You have to make it known and you have to show people what you're capable of doing.
0: Fabulous. Final words from Donna. Donna, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your painting your precious <laughs> time off um to to share your words of wisdom um, you know you've got so much that I think is inspirational which is why I wanted to interview you today and I can't thank you enough so um finally I would just like to end by saying thank you very much Donna
1: you're welcome Laura I hope you enjoyed
0: it absolutely Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe so you can be notified of our next episode.